Killing the Business Wrestling Podcast, and we are on the air and live the 60-minute time limit. The man in charge of this episode is the king of the north and extreme champion, Sick Vic. No one believed in him. Everyone said Omar Amir was too strong. He cannot get, lose that championship to our guest today, the new Kentucky State champion, Flawless Jake Wallace. In the flesh. That's right. I mean, it's good to be here. It's always uh, always a good time being on here, and it's good to be back. And yeah, I am the new Kentucky heavyweight champion. But I'm also the TCW champion, also. And uh, I did just get screwed out of a title shot, but I'm getting another rematch up there at RWE in Arkansas. So yeah, nothing but gold on my mind. But that Kentucky title match, I mean, that was, I didn't want to say you broke didn't break a sweat or anything like that, but from what I saw, that was a tough match for you. Oh, yeah, extremely hard. I mean, the hustle just to get out there alone was enough to make anyone blow up. I didn't get through all the melee that was going on and everything. It was Right. Especially you had to roll him over, and he was, he's a big dude. He's a heavy dude. Definitely a little heavy, yeah. Nothing too much for your uh, new Kentucky heavyweight champion, though. I mean, that hook the leg, boom, done. It's over. Mm-hmm. Fair and square. Mm-hmm. I don't care what they said. I don't care what the announcers say about how that was cheap. That was low. You went by the rules. Hey, I, I have the title. It was completely legal. I didn't even cheat. David cheat. No matter what the announcer said, because you can cash at any time, any place. And that's where it happened, right there in the Davis Arena. I mean, when did he want you to cash it in? I don't know. No one just no one likes taking opportunities. And yeah, they may have said it was a sleazy way of doing it or whatever they did say. But I'm still your Kentucky heavyweight champion. And I've done Thursday or last Thursday, I've already represented it or against Suplex Shogun. Mind you, it could have been a title shot, and I'd still have my belt. But then also Friday down there at the waterfront in Louisville, Kentucky, uh, they had a Royal Rumble just to determine a number one contender. Number one contender turned out to be Shotgun Tony Gunn. And I gave him his title shot right then and there, right as soon as the Battle Royal ended. And I still retain my championship. And it's going to stay that way for a good long time. Dude, I don't know if that was a smart move because you weren't warmed up. You were cold. I mean, he was warmed up. He was like, you know, the drilling's pumping. You went in there, not even, and you just wanted to defend the title. Oh, that's amazing to me. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah, he was warmed up. He was ready to go. And hell, I hadn't even stretched yet. Just had a kindness in my heart. Had to give it to him right then and there. And boom, he's showing who was the better man. Mm-hmm. That's right. And he's Speaking of the better man, let me grab that title real quick. Pretty thing up in here. Ugh. Just so everyone can see this beautiful. That is beautiful. That is one of a kind. Mm-hmm. I'm actually, uh, I believe, the fourth or fifth person to even hold this title. 
as the Kentucky heavyweight champion. One, two. Yeah, fourth, yeah. Emma, fourth, fourth, I know. Alexis Lawrence, Bizzo, then Omar Amir. And Did then Ryan he, Howe ever touch this belt? He had the shot. It was a, there was a title match, like a title for this title that ended up in double disqualification. So I technically, yes, I am the fourth. The fourth. Fourth ever. I mean, that is beautiful, if I may say. A gorgeous blue. Oh, it, yeah, it accents it perfect. And I love that blue leather. And you can definitely tell quality made. This thing's holding up nicely. So as you're conquering the independent wrestling scene, what's your opinion about what's going on with professional wrestling these days? What do you mean? Like, uh, is there a certain topic or well, professional wrestling? Well, here's something to throw at you. Do you think promoters are trying to make like fans look like idiots when they try to promote like a big unification match for a pay-per-view? Then all of a sudden turn it into a six-man tag, no titles on the line, just it never happened. That thought never happened. We just imagined it. Did that happen? It was supposed to be the um, Usos versus RK Bro. Oh. SmackDown titles, and all of a sudden it's a six-man tag with no titles on the line, nothing. It could be a winner-take-all easily, but no. Absolutely. I mean, they completely pulled the stipulation out. I mean, um, I'll tell you what, I got a good example and personal. Uh, uh, shoot, was it five, four, maybe about four years ago-ish. Uh, we were uh, setting up big, huge show, uh, done advertisement, sudden, sold tons of tickets, I believe the whole floor seats. Uh, and this was at Omen Arena mind you, uh, but all the floor seats were sold, and the main event was uh, the Hardy Boys uh, versus Rock and Roll Express versus uh, Jerry the King Waller and his son Brian Christopher in a three-way tag. Mm-hmm. Mind you, two weeks before the show was when Jeff Hardy broke his leg. Oh, okay. So not only did the whole main event and, you know, I mean, the draw, which it absolutely was, that would have been a dream come true. Uh, when that was supposed to happen, I mean, we had to tell all the fans, you know, hey, this is no longer going to be the main event. Completely something out of everyone's control. Yeah. But, I mean, we were completely up front with everybody, and we told them. And, granted, uh, oh, I can't remember who we did replace the main event with. Mind you, we still had them same Rock and Roll Express, Brian, his son. We had a bunch of other Memphis legends come through. Uh, but, I mean, we completely offered to uh, refund any ticket um, if they were just solely coming for Jeff Hardy and whatnot. But uh, I guess the replacement match uh, was perfect because none of them before the show or prior, or even on the announcement of it, wanted their money back. I just love that wrestling that much. Well, granted, yeah, I mean, I kind of see it as, you know, because I'm sure several of them fans, and I mean, that would have been history. I mean, Rock and Roll Express, Hardy Boys, plus Jerry and his son, Mm -hmm. I mean, absolutely would have been, I mean, great, but 
happens. It happens. As a fan still guys, they're like, oh, that sucks, but the event's still on. Oh, exactly. That's all it's all about. Do you think the fan base is becoming more toxic? Yes. Well, yes and no. I mean, it kind of depends what you mean by toxic. But I'd say a lot more sissy-like. And, I mean, like, crowds back in the day, I mean, were nuts. They go wild. They were there for a party and a huge show. They were loud. They were chanting. They were going crazy, you know. And, I mean, granted, you have the occasional fan hop the barricade type stuff. Uh, You still do nowadays. But it's... I don't know how to describe it. Um, Cause I mean, mostly growing up, I never did get the honor of seeing like little indie shows uh, all the time as a kid. I mean, I was always watching it on TV. Granted there wasn't much indie show in Iowa where I grew up, but I, I don't know. I still, I still remember when uh, the fan got kicked out uh, off the AEW show. Um, and I just, I couldn't imagine. I mean, granted, yeah, you got attacked. I mean, heckled by a fan, but you're in the public spotlight. It's going to happen. You just got to be able to handle it the right way. Yeah, with the power of social media, though, there's been reports that fans are going to, like, family members of wrestlers and harassing them. Oh, I could absolutely believe that, and, uh, I mean, I've gotten some pretty crazy stuff myself. Uh, I mean, I've gotten death threats before, uh, but I've always tried keeping uh, or keeping my social media and my personal life separate. Uh, and I mean, that's because of stuff like that. I can't imagine if uh, some fan or Mark came up and I mean, even tried touching my daughter in a harmful manner. Yeah, I mean, I'd absolutely lose it. Especially, I mean, any of my family that would that would hurt big time. But I mean, you don't you don't get to see a lot of that personal personal life. But shoot, I bet you actually, there's a few women in my family that would uh, probably end up fighting back and whipping a fan or two if they tried. But yeah, yeah, I just feel like that's cross that's crossing the line. Oh, absolutely. Why? I mean. It's- it's a show. I mean, that's all it is. But I mean, to some people, it's more than just real. I mean, they live, breathe it. And I mean, there's crazy fans out there. Absolutely. I've uh I've had riots uh waiting at my car. I mean, ready to jump me, bit me up after the show. Uh but I, even back in the day though, I mean my uncle used to tell me stories uh the police would literally uh, have to escort them in the building most of the time, and definitely after the show, they've had their tires popped, headlights busted out so many times. They'd have to park at the cop shop and be escorted to the show. You know what I mean, oh yeah, some crazy stories. But I mean, like you said, fans live, breathe, love wrestling, so of course they're going to take it serious. And with the right heel, I mean it's. <laughs> he can draw some heat. Do you consider yourself a heel or just misunderstood? Hmm. I mean, everyone depends on your morals, I guess. You're good, bad. I mean, 
I do tend to do bad things here and there. But am I really the bad guy? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, but everyone, I mean, you just, you're, when you do one or two things that might be frowned upon, it's on from the camera. But you know, everyone, even the people watching, they do things that's frowned upon, just not on camera. Nobody's perfect. I mean, everybody lies. Yeah. Which I guess I haven't yet, really, at all. I mean, maybe a little white one. Nonetheless, 90% of relationships are definitely have a cheater in them. And everybody wants a shortcut. They take the easy way out. Anyone would. No one works hard for stuff nowadays. I mean, would you go to the gym seven days a week? Or would you rather take a pill every day and your muscles grow? Take a pill every day. Absolutely. You pop that sucker in the morning, go about your day. If you have to work out, you got to go in there two, three hours every single day. Be consistent about it. I mean, no one likes the hard work. But I mean, whether or not I'm, guess I'm the bad guy, it's all depends. Nah, I'm nah, I'm still a bad guy. Yep. <laughs> well, even Shell Sonnen said that you if you get more value of being the bad guy because everyone wants to be the good guy. Everyone wants to be the hero, but no one wants to be the villain. No, everyone wants to be Billy Badass. That's what everyone wants nowadays, whether they're good or bad. They want to be Billy Badass. And I'd say it, people just ain't as big, big enough to be Billy Badass nowadays. <laughs> Golly, I remember the first time a uh, one-man gang. You ever met that man? I haven't Shoot. met him. Monsters, absolutely. Yeah. Regular person staying next to him, absolutely going to feel intimidated. I mean, nowadays, most heavyweight champions, you stood next to them, you don't know, the, know they're a wrestler. I seen a 150-pound skin and bones the other day wearing a title belt, and he the title belt wouldn't even stay on his waist. It kept sliding down. Nobody works for it nowadays. Of course not. You want the easy way out. Mm-mm. Man, I tell you what. I started uh, this past weekend. I had four shows. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I have shoot, six hours Thursday, another six hours Friday, seven hours out to the show in Arkansas, uh, four hours to TV taping Sunday, you know, and TV tapings, you had a couple matches, record a couple shows, much promos, then turn around, drive another three hours and make it home. And then today still got to get up, got to go to the gym, got to, and nobody wants to do it. Nobody wants to take that extra time, even when you don't want to do something. Still got to do it. But that's the people that are going to make it and the people that are just playing wrestler. You see, you have wisdom like that and you're considered the bad guy. It's. I just got a different way of doing things. I mean, technically, you're only bad if you get caught. And uh, I ref ain't caught me. As I know you're the champion and the books you're the champion so it's not like 
Also, I do not recall you cheating for that title. I absolutely did not. There was a bell ring. Uh, Referee was there. Their legs. It wasn't pull the tights. Nope. I hit their legs. I didn't stick my feet on the ropes. I didn't, I didn't choke him, poke his eyes out. I didn't cheat one bit during that whole title match that I got with Omar Amin. Not one little bit. But yet, if you think about it, let's say that ha- the, it was the other way around. Omar Amir did that to you. They'd be, oh my God, he, he cashed in. It was like a perfect opportunity. Oh my God, hail to the king. Can't say I'm always the most likable. Uh, I tend to be a little bit confident and people, you know, they call me cocky. Well, it's not cocky if you back it up. So I am confident. When they say I got maybe a little toxic, masculine, uh, what is it, aura of me, but I'm just a manly man. And right now I'm still the champion. So I make the rules. I get to do what I want whenever I want. Any plans going after Ryan Howe's title? Not for sure. Nah, that's true. Not too much. I mean, carrying this title right now, I don't know. There's a few titles going around. I've always looked at that Rush Division title too. But I guess it's more or less which one's closer within reach. Yeah, that's fair enough. You never know when that opportunity will arise either. Could be looking at one. And that other one's right there and there. Happen to snag that? Would you consider forming a stable to make sure, like, for as an insurance policy? Man, I do have a stable already. Have you ever heard of the Rat Pack? Yes, I have. I'm not talking about, like, you know, back in the day with Frank Sinatra and Sammy Davis, all of them. Uh, Rat Pack nowadays. And it's me, Addison. And the LA Hustlers, which is Bradley Diggs and Lamont Paz. And we're all uh, managed by Lucky P. Larson, Esquire. And granted, it's, uh, they haven't been able to make that chance up to OVW, but I'm sure if the time arrives, yeah. And I don't know, I, there's a few people I could see me partnering up with, or at least having an insurance policy with them. Absolutely, yeah. True. Few, uh, at least one good tag team I do know there. They'd be a nice insurance policy. They tend to take care of business and they don't care what happens or who gets in the way. They just get it done. That's the way it is. The hard to do the work. Absolutely. What do you think? You mentioned about the Rat Pack, you know, not the old school Rat Pack, which I know guys from the old school i never heard of them before so really no, i'm just kidding i have i have i'm just saying <laughs> let's, let's show purpose i have <laughs> don't feel bad i mean i'm still young and i've heard of them so but what fact factions from the past that you like to like look up to when it, when it comes to rap back like like the horseman dx Oh, I I mean, yes, actually, the horsemen, big time. 
I mean, you've seen that stable, especially when it was in its prime of the stable with the Andersons, Flair, Blanchard. I mean, it was perfect. Yeah. I mean, but the Rat Pack's kind of its own style. And, I mean, it's worked out perfect. I mean, Hustlers, beyond phenomenal tag team. Great tag team work. And they get it done. They've held championships. They're in Hall of Fames. Uh, Addison Kane, man, when I need a body, that's a big body to have. Me and Addison tagged for a great little while, and we've had a few tag team champions. But we've always had perfect chemistry ever since the first time we worked together. And then you put all four of us, and I mean, we're unstoppable, especially with our manager ringside. Somehow he just knows right where to be, right when we want him. We ain't got to tell him to be there. He knows what's up, and he can see it five steps ahead like a game of chess. He's always there, not to mention, man, when that man runs his mouth, he can run his mouth. It's like music to that fan's ears. Well, you've been in wars before. What's the bloodiest match you've ever been in? Bloodiest. Actually, surprisingly, uh, I ain't been in very, very uh, bloody matches at all. At all, actually, come to think about it. Um, Knock on wood. You're right. Uh, very seldom. I've had my nose, uh, actually, one time. I've got a scar, very, very non-noticeable across the bridge of my nose, where uh, top of the title belt actually caught me across the bridge, my nose. Wham, over a dude's shoulders, popped me. Oh, it was actually the USA title. I got hanging up there. Nonetheless, uh, that one, yeah, right across the bridge of my nose. And uh, my nose wasn't, like, not my nostrils weren't bleeding. But that scar, and I mean, it was just down there. Looks like a like a bloody mask. Probably could have pulled it off too, pretty well. Uh, and then I think that's about it for me, wise. Granted, I've uh, I've buddied a person or two, but probably could have been a little harder. I bloodied them. Actually, uh, Telly Pace was one person that got bloodied, and it got brutal. Uh, so, uh, where were we? Clarksville, Tennessee. It was a memorial show for his brother that uh, had actually been murdered. Um, long story over that way. But uh, anyways, uh, who was it? Someone didn't show up for the main event. And uh, I was already on the card, but they had to switch it around. And uh, they stuck me versus Telly Pace. And, of course, I had Lucky P. Larson at my side right then. It was before the Rat Pack was formed, but we were uh, the main event for a cage match. And uh, I had a buddy who messed him up pretty good, bleeding across the forehead. And uh, his dad actually hopped in the ring and uh, caught him with a chair was going to hit him hit him in the back well part of that chair caught him right 
on the back of the head and I mean completely split him open. Jeez. Oh yeah, I'm talking blood. I mean, it wasn't almost squirting, but I mean it was coming good everywhere. Canvas was soaked. It was through the canvas. It was bloody mess. What type of specialty matches would you be interested in wrestling at? Well, I've done TLCs, uh, you know, few ladder matches. Ultimate X? No. Haven't done it. I mean, pretty much most of the matches, I mean, I'd definitely be down for if I haven't done. And I mean, I've done, you know, the falls count anywhere no disqualification stuff like that the only matches i probably wouldn't be down for were the death matches how come they get a little hardcore but i don't know pulling out light tubes and shit i probably wouldn't be down for <laughs> that's just i mean it's self-preservation i i'm in this for the long run and i mean I don't want to take away from death matches or nothing. I mean, respect it all the way. Uh, but that ain't for me. No, that, I don't want I've seen people's bodies with hamburger meat and stuff. It's like, oh, I love myself too much. Also, you have a daughter to think about. Absolutely. I couldn't imagine coming home and like half my face just be shredded. Yeah. No, absolutely not. And there's always that slight chance that could still happen inside a regular wrestling ring. Well, absolutely. But, I mean, the chances are less likely when you ain't got, you know, razor blades, tags. And, I mean, yeah, I'd actually probably do tags. But uh, when you got light bulbs and, I mean, all that kinds of other crazy stuff, that's just too much. Especially when the light bulbs, you see the dust goes all over, the mercury goes all over the place. And oh, exactly. My wife always goes, man, they're breathing that shit in. It's like, ugh. it's that ridiculous. Can't... I mean, I don't know how people do. Now, granted, you know, back when I was a kid and uh, I did maintenance construction works, there's a few times I remember shattering them bulbs out back on the uh, garbage cans, stuff like that. But Jesus, Tim. That actually hit me. That would be something else. That would be great. What's the longest match you've ever been in? I've wrestled over an hour, slightly over an hour. Uh, it, no time limits, main event. No, I think it was right under an hour without entrances. With entrances, it was over an hour. Uh, or what? Might have been it was either summer or Studio A. Uh, God, I can't even remember the match stipulation. Granted, but we drug that out. Now I can't even think of who it was with. I don't know it was a long, long time ago, though. Long, long. Would, would you consider yourself a wrestling god? God, shoot. Not yet. But you're getting up there. God in training. 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, probably, I don't know, maybe half God still have mortal, whatever, however you want to put it, but I'm definitely working towards that. And I mean, I'm making leaps and bounds. And I mean, I'm damn near untouchable. I just haven't had all the big shots that everyone else has had. And those come in time sometimes. When that opportunity is there, it's always apparent that I take it. You think you have a shot against someone like Roman Reigns? I don't know. Absolutely. I mean, anyone has a shot. I anyone, think so. Anybody. Anybody has a shot. It just depends on how hard you're willing to work for it. Like, like we said before, Omar Amir. Who would have thought you would pin him? A former OB. None of them did. Nobody. Nobody would have guessed that I'd be wearing around this title around my waist. Nonetheless, actually wearing it for several weeks. Well, actually, I believe this was week two. Nonetheless, I've defended it. But no one would have guessed it. No one's seen it coming. Nobody. But when you're flawless, it just goes with you. And this belt is absolutely beautiful. It is beautiful. I can say I can tell you right now that I was on my phone when I saw Ryan Howe beating up Omar Amir and the referees and everything. It's like, oh, that's nice. Oh, there's Jake. Jake uh, what? 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 <laughs> He's again right. and stuff like that. And I was, I was like, I was like, wait a second, he is down. Yes, that's right. Titles on the line. <laughs> One of them excite moments. Uh, there was actually several people. Uh, I had messages that night. I mean, both good and bad, but, you know, that's how it always works out. I keep on saying, why bad? You did not cheat. You did what anyone else would do. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I completely took advantage of an opportunity. It was a lot easier opportunity than anyone else has had, though. And that's probably what everyone's so sour about. I mean, you were right earlier about everyone would take it. If they could get an advantage, they'll take it. You know, there were six other people that had the same opportunity to get the key that I used to win. Or five other people. Five other people. Cream of the crop people. I mean, Matt Vine. Yeah. Tony Gunn. Damone Slovino. Uh, Eric Kripke, who's been like the rookie of the year. I mean, and uh, who else was in there? Someone else in there had pretty good size on him, guarantee it, especially at OVW. Nonetheless, five other guys plus myself. But no one else had what it take to climb that pole and snatch that key. Yeah, to use the advantage. Because everyone takes the advantage. Even the old ladies at the bingo hall, I call balls for once a month. They Everything has to be in a certain way. So they can see what ball's about to come up. So they know it's an advantage. Everyone would like takes the advantage. Oh, absolutely. I mean, who wouldn't? Would you rather have something in your favor or not? Oh, definitely in your favor. Absolutely. Destination is the same, but I mean, when it cuts down on time, who wants to wait a year for a title shot? Nobody. I'd rather have it in a week. Now, was Ryan Howell in collusion with you, setting him up, or was it just one of those, 
No, that was all coincidence. Uh, me and Ryan Howe and in cahoots. No matter how good all three of us did look together at the very end, though, absolutely. And it was good to celebrate party with him and the groupie. But now there was no Elias there. And after the celebration and the party, kind of went our separate ways. I believe uh, Ryan's still going to be, uh, I think they still got some personal issues between him and Omar. So I'll probably let that sort out. I mean, to be honest, no one can really touch me right now. I'm a, I've been staying tall. I'm on a nice hot streak. I don't see anyone taking this title anytime soon. And that is kind of a spoiler. <laughs> I, I absolutely believe you. I don't think it's a spoiler. I believe you absolutely. And I don't think didn't think that you two guys were in collusion or anything like that. It was just one of those questions you had to ask, you know, to make oh, sure. Oh, absolutely. It just, I've had Ryan Howell on the show before, and he's a, a gentleman on the show, and he was just being a gentleman to you. You won a title. Congratulations. It's party. Well, I didn't even think uh, Ryan Howell had any idea I was coming out. He had no clue. Cause he just went out there and just beat the hell out of Omar. I mean, they've been fighting, feuding constantly. They've been running out every time each one of them's out there. As soon as someone they get each other in their eyesight, they're headed there to whoop some ass. Unfortunately, Omar was on the ass end of the ass beating. Happens to all of us. Well, most of us. Most of us. I'm, I apologize, except for you. That's right. Hey, that's Camp status. I got the goal to back it up. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, what challengers for that championship are you not? I don't want to say worried about, but you know, you feel like that if you gotta keep an eye on, or they get the upper hand on you. Hmm. Well, let's uh, let's go through the roster real quick. So which ones do I think would uh, come after my title? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's start with the biggest guys of the whole OVW roster. Shira, he ain't even worried about it. He's too dumb to even probably know there's a bunch of other titles. Jesse Goddard's too caught up in himself and that title he's had for God knows how long. I think he's still trying to get it back. He's on some hopeless ends. Uh, hmm. Let's see who else. Matt Vine. Great guy. Great worker. It's not as smart as me. No threat. Um, and I've done beat most of the other people here and there. Huh. I don't know if any of them are a threat. Or at least none of them seem threatening enough. What about someone like Luscious Lawrence? I don't know. Former Kentucky Yeah, I tell you what. The very first match I had at OVW was with Lucius Lawrence. Before then, I had never seen his work. Didn't know what he did. Didn't know how talented he was. So I may have, you know, not stretched and warmed up, being a little overconfident as it can be. 
and I may have not taken that match seriously. While Lucius is a great competitor, he's another man that's too narcissistical. Get you caught up. Yeah, I can see that. But you know, you know, everyone has their day. You know, that's all it is. Everyone has their day. He got lucky. Okay. Well, when he gets lucky again. It'll go down in history. <laughs> Do you, think the, you think the referee count was too, a little too fast, though? On that match, me and Lucius? Yeah. Match is history. Don't even matter no more. Granted, even if the count was too fast, still don't change the fact that, yeah, I did lose. But I guarantee you I wouldn't lose again if we stepped in that ring. You know this game now. Well, not just this game, but I mean, I do what everyone else don't. And I'll watch them other matches. How do you think I knew when to go and strike on Omar? I carried that key for a hot little minute, but it was the opportune moment. But mind you, while I'm waiting for them moments, I'm watching my competition. I'm seeing what they can and what they can't do, what their strengths are, and what their weaknesses are. I tell you what, every single person in there has weakness. And the best way to exploit it is knowing what makes them weak. Why play, why have an arm wrestling contest back with Scott Steiner and his huge biceps when Scott Steiner is in his prime? You wouldn't. No. Absolutely not. Why go against the master chess player in a game of chess? Don't do that. No, I'm playing in something else. I'm going to take a high flyer, and I'm going to make sure they're grounded. I'm going to take a big striker, and I'm going to make sure he can't hit me. And that's the reason I have a championship right now, by watching and working. It's not all about, you know, speed or strength, smarts. Everyone wants bronze, and if you ain't got no brains, you ain't worth a damn. And that was makes you the champion. Brains and bronze. What uh, coming events do you have scheduled for you? Uh, well, back on OVW Thursday, every Thursday, he catches – Live on Fight, Roku, we're on all that. You can see the links on my page or on the OVW site. Um, I think on Friday I might have off unless, uh, unless I go decide to crash some other place. But And Saturday we're back in Selmer, Tennessee at, for the uh, Tennessee Championship Wrestling. I think the following week might be back at RWE up that way in Arkansas. Uh, mind you, that's the other place I'm looking for another title. Uh, I got cheated out last week when I actually had the champion uh, beat and a bunch of group carnies, little <laughs> misfits pretty much, came and attacked him, ruined the whole match. So uh, I believe... 
next time I'm up there, uh, Joey Britt, the promoter, actually said uh, we're going to line the whole ring uh, with lumberjacks so that you can't get out and no one can get in. Yeah, but you can't trust everyone. Shoot, no. It was referee that uh, started uh, turning on me very first, or the championship match that I had. Special guest referee and came out of retirement from years ago. But apparently he was already in cahoots with the misfits. I mean, I, <laughs> I was playing a rigged game. Jeez. Oh, they retired, collected Social Security, but no, they probably like, double your Social Security. Yeah, this dusty old man couldn't barely get down to make a count. <laughs> That's embarrassing. Has a cane standing up. Dun, dun, dun. Right. Someone should have brought him a wheelchair, to be honest. Oh, sent him. You should have sent him off after that. <laughs> right. Uh, but then again, you'll be the bad guy because you beat up an old man. Uh, yeah. Of course. Bad guy. Oh, people, yeah. <sighs> Where can uh, people catch you online? Say what? Where can people find you on, on uh, social media online? Facebook, Flaws Jake Wallace. Or actually, it's just Jake Wallace. Fan page is Flawless Jake Wallace. You can find both of those. I'd also, uh, on my Facebook page, has a link to my Snapchat, Instagram, and my Twitter. All of them. Just pretty much type in Jake Lawless or Flawless Jake Lawless, you'll find me. Not a hard guy. And actually, uh, here soon, it's going to be a lot more easier to find me, know where I'm going, and actually order and buy my merchandise. But about the only little thing I can say about that right now. But it's coming soon. Out of all the social media networks, which one is more toxic so far, in your opinion? I don't like Twitter, mostly because I never get on it. It's boring, and you got to scroll up. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm so used to scrolling down. But I've seen more people get uh, trouble over Twitter than anything. Uh, Instagram's mostly just pictures, and nowadays – Shoot, I mean, you find pictures of anybody either on OnlyFans or they're already on the internet. Nothing's, I mean, secret anymore. But uh, I don't know. But then also at the same time, Facebook's pretty toxic. It's uh, all social media is toxic. But Facebook, I mean, people being comments who break kayfabe. And I mean, they just start a political absolute war. And I've actually seen people not get jobs, uh, you know, public jobs, TV type stuff, just because of their social media and their views that they post. See, that's wrong right there. I know. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I am a public figure. You are automatically going to get judged. A public, are you talking about Joe Schmo or like like someone like in your profession? 
I mean, whether they're a professional wrestler or an actor, actress, anyone seen by the public eye as, you know, celebrity type stuff. It depends how, like, harsh the punk comment is. I mean, I understand that if someone says, like, you know. Oh, and it was, absolutely. But no, if, like, your sexual preference, your genders, your religion, your political stuff, all that stuff's bad juju. And I tell you what, uh, oh, who was, who was, who was, uh, we were, it was in one of them OVW meetings, and I still remember the line. If you're explaining, you've already lost. If I have to explain my post to somebody, like in depth, means I've already lost, because I've had to explain that my opinion, you know, further in depth, means someone's already going to take it wrong. And once someone takes it wrong, then it gets stretched. Then I get looked at as the really bad guy. Jeez, that's and it's cool. the easiest thing. Uh, you know, I've actually, uh, no joke, I've been called racist on more than one set, more than one occasion. Yeah, me too. Uh, I've been called sexist several times. Yep. Uh, I've been called homophobic. Uh, the newest one was transphobic. Um, and mind you, some of my best friends are black. Mm-hmm. Some of my best friends are still gay. I actually uh, still talk to my buddy Caleb, uh, who is, you know, his sexual preference is gay. But, I mean, we've been friends for a year. We still talk to each other. We still hang out. Uh, well, whenever I get the chance back up to Iowa or whatever. But, I mean, none of that stuff bothers me. I mean, cause it, if it don't affect me, it don't hurt my feelings. If I see some dude standing in a dress, not going to hurt my feelings. He come up and talk to me. I'm probably still going to have a conversation with him. Uh, I mean, I just, I see a person. I'm going to judge you on what you do and how you act, your morals. You know, if you see a bird with a broken wing, are you going to help that bird or are you going to walk on by uh, you see a homeless man person struggling are you going to help that person you're going to walk by that's the type of stuff that I will judge you on yeah but yeah, you're the bad guy you're the bad guy that's, that's right I'm the bad guy sounds like those people are champ phobic mm, right this is no everyone's closed minded yeah, you're right you're absolutely right. I'm 100% behind you on this one. And one of the biggest things I hate, everyone looks at stuff black and white or not, or not a, yeah, kind of, yeah. They look at it more black and white, not open to it, I guess. But I mean, some things need to be looked at black and white. But we're not going to get into that stuff or say anything incriminating of me. Yeah. <laughs> Our 60 minutes is about up anyway. So <laughs> Jeez, we, that goes by quick. We, we would and everything, but, you know, time limits. Sorry, everyone. Yep. Well, Jim, I appreciate your time. Thank you very much. And thank you for that gold piece of advice about if you have to explain your post, you are lost. Yeah. If you have to explain, you've already lost. And I mean, if 
sit there and think about it, and every bit of it makes sense. It really does. Mm -hmm. That's going to save so much time going back forth, back forth. and No, it won't, because there's still people that are going to do it. There's still people that are going to argue, and still, a lot of people don't take gold advice, even if they're given it. Yeah. You can lead a horse to water, but you'll never make a drink. You're right. <laughs> I, all I can say, I promise, is I'll try. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. Absolutely, brother. It's always a pleasure talking to you. You take care of yourself. Hey, you too, man. Peace right. out. Bye, man.